A lariat still clinging on, May 24, 2023. An unintended side effect of One Oak's proposed acquisition of Magellan Midstream has been to give a bid to smaller MLPs. This has come about because of the shrinking pool of names available to populate the Alarian MLP Infrastructure Index, or AMZIX, and the Alarian MLP ETF, AMLP, which tracks it. AMZIX recently increased its maximum weights from 10% to 12% because there aren't enough MLPs. Even before the One Oak Magellan transaction, Newstar Energy and Crestwood were both weighted at three and a half times their respective share of MLPs and more than five times their weight in the American Energy Independence Index. Magellan is currently the biggest holding in the AMZIX at 12.5%. Newstar and Crestwood have both performed strongly since the announcement as traders anticipate a reallocation towards them and other small names once the deal closes. It's been good for most MLP investors other than Magellan because of the unwelcome recapture of deferred taxes. The worst place to be in the sector has been a market cap weight investor in One Oak and Magellan. That combination has underperformed the AMZIX by 6%. Had you been able to trade on the inside information that Magellan was being acquired, you would have done better to buy Crestwood than the target company itself. It's a pity for the deal's proponents that the uninvolved MLPs can't vote because it's been better to be an observer than a participant. This is the distortion that AMLP's anachronistic structure is causing. It may sound churlish to knock AMLP when the MLPs, which are 100% of its portfolio, have just outperformed, but over the past decade, AMZIX's six-tenths of 1% annual return lags the American Energy Independence Total Return Index by 11%. Concentrated MLPs haven't been nearly as good as diversified midstream energy infrastructure. The deal still has to be voted on by the owners of both companies. We own both and will be voting against it twice. The market assesses the transaction as likely to close, although the odds have dipped in recent days. The discount to the deal price divided by the deal premium can be thought of as a rough expression of the odds of a successful completion. We estimate current market prices suggest a high likelihood of 82%, although this is down from 90% early last week. JP Morgan reported on the weekend that investor feedback appears mixed to negative on the deal. Based on comments our bloggers received and other feedback, people are generally against, but not all are. One thoughtful reader noted that as a long-time Magellan holder living in a high-tax state, he was already paying 50% on his distributions. He added that Magellan Management, in quotes, have done an absolutely incredible job. Just look at MLP returns over the last 20 years without Magellan as evidence. I trusted them all the way, and I tend to still trust them in this case to have done the best for their shareholders, close quotes. Another reader, retired tax attorney Elliot Miller, warned that, in quotes, in addition to the capital gains taxation due to adjusted basis in Magellan units having been reduced by tax deferred distributions, Magellan unit holders will have significant ordinary income tax resulting from depreciation recapture even after the release of suspended passive activity losses. I had noted that many MLP investors plan to donate their units, thus eliminating the recapture deferred taxes. But another reader quoted an IRS publication on the topic. Donated publicly traded partnerships, in particular master limited partnerships, are an important exception to the typical fair market value deduction for long-term gain securities, as the charitable deduction must be reduced by the amount of ordinary income 
that would have been realized if the property had been sold at fair market value on the day it contributed. These comments reflect the complexity of MLPs when it comes to taxes. Many Magellan unit holders likely won't know their precise tax outcome when voting on the transaction. C-Corps and MLPs aren't easily combined. Whenever it's happened in the past, such as with Kinder Morgan and its MLP Kinder Morgan Partners in 2014, the MLP unit holders have been mistreated. If there was a case for Magellan to sell itself, it would have been preferable to comply with another MLP. This would have avoided the tax issues Magellan unit holders will now face. But most importantly, the deal highlights the challenges facing AMLP with ever fewer names to hold. It's too big to convert to a more diversified fund, although its holders should hope it never does because it would create a fire sale of MLPs. It remains the biggest ETF in the sector, hoping nothing else changes and that its investors don't think too hard about what it owns. Nobody would create AMLP today. It's clinging on.